welcome to Where's My Blueprint podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my love language. This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, episode 24. We're happy to celebrate African-American Music Month. So just some history for our listeners. In 1979, President Jimmy Carter decreed June to be Black Music Appreciation Month. Every June, every June, every single June is our month. And it gives the opportunity to recognize how Black artists and African-American influences change the sound of American music. Why? Because, I mean, we created this shit. But, but Before we get into the episode, here's a word from my sponsors. You be killing me. Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, This episode is provided and sponsored by Divine Timing, your one-stop shop for all things adulting. You can go onto their website at fearforme.com. That's fear, the number four, me.com to shop their entire website of all things um, digitally downloadable adulting things, planners, journals, all the things. We have a code for you guys, WMB22. You put that in at checkout, save 22% on everything in on the website and uh, get your life. It'll be great. Yes. So as you all know, we start every single episode with the quote from Hugh from South Africa. The Afro-American experience is the only real culture that America has. Basically, every American tries to walk, talk, dress, and behave like African-Americans. Why? Because we're the shit. So ladies, what do y'all think about that quote from Mr. Hugh? It's really aggressive, but true. So true. The amount of influence that we possess is probably one of the very few actually American things that exist. I mean, but is it American or is it African? Because I'm not trying to give colonizers no, no kudos. That's fair. So we're going to... continue to celebrate african-american music month we are traveling down the road of music creation that of course african-americans obviously created and made this week we are talking about jazz scatting and the blues okay so before we get started we have an either or so ladies either have more time or have more money come on with the questions no i don't have one this week i know i want more time but i want others not to know i have more time so it can be time just for me. I like that. Uh, give me my money. And I say that because when I have more money, then I can have more time because I'm not spending my time obtaining said money. So I would like to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Because also, if I have more money, I can hire people, which will afford me more time in the traditional 24 hours. There it is. So that was my answer was more money because I'm going to be delegating everything from cleaning, cooking, driving, all of that. If it's something that somebody else can do, let me go ahead and create them a job so they can do it and I can just have my time. Okay, ladies. Okay. So we are going to go ahead and get into this episode. And I wanted to talk to you guys about just 
just in general, how we're so freaking amazing, right? And so do you guys, ladies, technically, know who created Jazz? That was Mr. Buddy Bolden. Mm-hmm. So Buddy Bolden was an African-American band leader called The First Men of Jazz by Historia Don M. Marquis. He was at the forefront of the jazz movement. He played the cornet in dance halls during the day and in the red white district of New Orleans, Storyville at night. Yes. So do you both listen to jazz music? I do. I love it a lot. Yay. Same. That that was something my dad would play on a very regular basis. And who is your favorite jazz artist or singer? Um, it depends. So I love, 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 love me some Esperanza Falding. Esperanza Falding. I love me some Robert Glasper. It just depends on who it is because I like to say that jazz is nothing but classical music with more soul. So while I know they say if you listen to classical music, it helps with your brain functioning and your thinking and everything. When I'm working and in work mode, I actually listen to jazz because I feel like it does the same thing, but it has a little bit more soul, a little bit more spice. My dad always was playing like Coltrane and B.B. King. I mean, like your classic jazz artists, you know what I mean? Miles Davis, all that kind of stuff. I do also know, and he does not look like us, but he plays, in my opinion, a mean saxophone. Good old Kenny G. Because what is jazz without Kenny G? Like people know Kenny G. My daddy used to play him all the time. And it did take me a very long time to realize that uh, he was not melanated. But, you know, that that's part of the jazz crew in our household. I was about but to is say. is he not melanated? Did y'all see that hair? Y'all I mean, he got hair. something in him. The, the curls be popping. Mm-hmm. Is he Jewish? Probably. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at you sideways because I was like, who you about to say? Do we gonna edit this colonizer out? But you said Kenny G. So I'll give you that. Okay. My favorite is Miles Davis and Louis Armstrong. And I think his name, I may get his name wrong. I'm sorry, Papa. Charles, Charlie Parker. I think that was his name. Oh, well, he's Anglo. Yeah. Charlie Parker is black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. My thinking of the right person mm-hmm. but now my Charlie Parker oh I was not thinking of the right person I was thinking of the little silent movie mind Charlie mm. yeah. Charlie Chaplin gotcha. that one oh, okay um so when did y'all Sunny D you kind of uh transitioned us into this so when did y'all actually get introduced to jazz and by who Sunny D I know you said by your dad what about you Nay? um I think my dad as well but it was just something that was kind of in the background growing up. I think it wasn't until I hit adulthood that I started listening to more contemporary jazz and it resonated more with me. I think because of its kind of lyrical um, aspect to me, jazz music is very much situated kind of in the same mind age of musicals and the theater. So, yeah. Okay. For me, it was my grandfather and it was because, you know, in most Black homes, Saturday mornings, clean, throwing some music. So it was either blues, gospel, or jazz is what we listened to early in the morning cleaning the house. So we talked a little bit about jazz and we're going to transition and do some introductions to my favorite, the blues. Mm, 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 mm. So do you want to know or do y'all already know who created the blues? Sonny D. Sure. WC Handy. Hey. For his efforts in making blues famous, 
W.C. Handy, is known as the father of blues. So blues, for those of you that do not know, which you should, blues is a music genre and musical form which originated in the deep south of the U.S. of A. around the 1960s by African-Americans from roots in African-American work songs and spirituals. Okay, you know, like old Negro spirituals, things of that nature is kind of where that stemmed from. For obvious reasons, 1860s, y'all know what happened. Blues incorporated spirituals, work songs, field hollers, shouts, chants, and rhymes simply and rhymed simple narrative ballad. So that transitioned over the years into what we know now as the blues. And so my next question, who's your favorite blues artist? So today I found this nice gentleman named Swamp and he's Sunny B. Don't do me that way. But he 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 had some nice songs. Um, He doesn't quite have a full album yet, but I feel like, I don't know if I'm just going because of these people are this classics. I mean, this is literal music that would fill my household back in the day. But as far as blues goes, you can't have blues without B.B. King. You know what I mean? You just, you just can't. Baby, B.B., that's who I, I got introduced to B.B. From, by my grandfather and his voice and the songs and the stories. Oh my gosh. That's when I fell in love with blues. What about both of you? When did y'all fall in love or be introduced to blues? Definitely when I was younger. I mean, just like Nay said, those Saturday mornings, um, you know, like we talked about guys, those Saturday mornings cleaning, Sundays after church, just weekend, it, hanging out around the house. There was always some sort of blues or something going around. Also, don't get our cousins together in some random rhythm because we'll start singing blues for no other reason than the fact that it's, it sounds ridiculous coming from a bunch of kids, but like, why not? Yeah, so introduction was early on, but I feel like I didn't really have an appreciation for it until college. I am a Pan-African Studies minor, so I had an African-American music class and we would literally have to go to performances. I think it was either four or six during the whole semester and actually write reviews. And we couldn't pick the same genre like more than once or twice. So I got an appreciation for sitting in bars listening to blues. That would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. I think I wish I'd have done that. That would have been a really cool experience. Right. And I think of the blues as just stories. And they're so, they're beautiful stories that paint the world that we don't know about. But through the music, we can at least somewhat feel how it was when they were there. And in the words of, you know, B.B. King, <clears throat> when I sing, I play in my mind. The minute I stop singing orally, I start to sing by playing Lucille, which is his guitar. And I love that because it just shows like how he moved through his world, but all through the music and how it all collabed together. This reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this episode um, of the Cosby show way back when, because I mean, the Cosby show was like late 80s, early 90s or so. And I'm a mid 80s baby. So I remember, I mean, really early on, like five or six, remember watching, you know, the Cosby show and they had everybody on that show. Okay. Everybody, including B.B. King. And I remember the episode um, where, and I can't remember Rudy's little boyfriend, not boyfriend, but his, her little friend that was boy. I can't remember what his name was, but they were all sitting in the living room and like D.B. King is starting to play just like regular, you know, his blues and do what he do. And he like jumped in. He's probably like six or eight or something and just started singing his little blues thing. I, I remember that episode. I saw a clip of it the other day, which kind of made me remind myself of it. But I, that's one of the first times I was remember seeing like blues on TV and understanding like who, like putting the faces to the names of people that we listen to. My little boy was Kenny. Kenny. Oh, Kenny. That was such a fun show. I miss that show. But yeah, they had everybody on there. It's funny that you say that. And I'm so glad you did. 
head because I thought about the Cosby show, but swished it in my head to when Raven Simone was singing and she came downstairs and she was like, baby, doom, 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 baby. And I don't remember the episode, but I remember she was singing her little heart out. That was Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Wasn't Rudy Raven Simone? No, Rudy. Raven was Olivia. Oh. And Rudy is Keisha. Little, little Keisha. From, from the block. Beauty shop. The sister. Keisha Pulliam. She played Rudy. She was featured in a Jingy video. <laughs> That's true. She was. Okay. You, I'm going to need you to look that up and organize the names. But yes, I do. That, that episode is one of those episodes too. Yes. That's a good one. My bad. Giving credit to Raven when I should have gave it to Keisha. Keisha. There we go. <laughs> I was trying to read your list, but you wasn't moving. Rudy. 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 Okay, so we're going to move into our next one, which is another one of my favorites. I really, I know I'm an old school lady because this baby, scat singing or also scatting, the creation. Do you both know how this was created? Somebody probably forgetting the words to a song. Actually, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Louis Louis Armstrong totally forgot the words to his song while he was playing in uh, the 1926 track uh heebie-jeebies when he forgot the words in the recording he starts scat and so that's how it all started which is so freaking awesome right and do y'all both know what yep. scatting is mm-hmm. yes 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 okay perfect so how were y'all introduced to scatting i feel like i remember and i'm probably remembering this wrong because it's been so many decades mm-hmm. i remember like being at my grandmother's house with my cousins and she would always have something you know i mean she had a piano in her house and so there was always music like around us and i I remember we not knowing the words and being able to understand the words. So us picking up on similar things and just kind of making random noises, <laughs> which then can't, turned out to be like a thing that actual artists did. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're doing it right. Great. Makes sense. I don't really remember how I was introduced to it. I think it's just always been a part. I do know of artists who I love who do it, but I don't remember how I was introduced. I was introduced by, again, my grandfather and grandmother. And so I love it um oh back in the day back in the day but what artists do y'all listen to or have listened to that y'all actually like i haven't Jilly. honestly haven't listened to scat music like on its own in a while so i don't have any artists i've attached to it but i know like i know it when i hear it that that's what that is i would have to say the one and only jilly from philly jill scott oh she does do that she does do that yeah can't go on okay. with jilly from philly and the queen she scats too queen latifah have does she? Mm-hmm. oh she She's great. Yeah. I have not heard Jill Scott, but I have heard Queen Latifah. I know. I know. I haven't heard her. I'm sorry. I'll make my eyes small at you. How have you not heard? (laughs) Now make my eyes small at you. I have not. I haven't heard her actually scat. I've heard Queen Latifah multiple times and love her style and love, but I also love her voice too. I was going to say she has a beautiful voice. She has just a beautiful voice. Yeah. Yeah, But I have not heard Jill Scott. However, I will look into listening to Jill Scott. So you have not heard the album who is jill scott words and sound volume i think one because it's all up and through there i may have heard songs but they, no not the whole album can i say i recently heard and i would consider this scatting i don't know if anyone else would consider this scatting but it's in a video game so the honey my second half plays 2k for all those that play 2k you can when you're customizing your player or whatever you can customize the sound that they, that sound that's made when they're shooting a shot and it's going to go like it's going to go in that's 
that's how you know it's going to go in. One of those sounds is my favorite sound in the whole world. It's skippity pat pat. I love it. It makes me so happy. So when he's playing, that's the one that he chooses because he knows I enjoy it. So I'll be walking around the house skippity pat pat all the time. It just, I don't know. It makes me laugh. It brings me joy. That's so cute. I know. I was just about to say, I was like, that's so cute. And I love that. I do love that. So ladies, we talked about scat singing. We talked about blues and jazz. So out of all three, which one is your favorite out of these three? I vote blues of the three. Jazz all. Jazz all day, shoddy. I vote blues. And I say that and I love jazz. Listening to it background, very much like Nay said, just kind of vibing out to it. But as far as like lyrically, I like jazz because that's one of the, the core foundations of my very absolute favorite genre, which is R&B, which is for those that don't know, the B is blues. That is true. That is true. And mine, I will have to say is the blues, of course, because it's just the songs, man. Like the songs and the emotion behind the songs. And I feel like I was there. Yeah. I you sound like you that. from 1976 right now. Man, it's the vibes, man. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I know. I know. I probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm reincarnated. And 100%. that was the time I was in. I'm like, that is my life. I, I think in the past life, I was a gangster too. Try me, bitch. I believe that. So you are literally 76. Yes. You are just in this body. Yes. But you are literally 76. <laughs> Ooh, my knees feel like it. Oh, um, which saying it, Soul has a great jazz-like background. That is a phenomenal movie. Oh, yes, because the main character is a saxophone player, right? A jazz musician. Yes, yes. John Baptiste, he does a lot of the soundtrack, and he is phenomenal. I think he's Stephen Colbert's um, band leader, so yeah. Know that. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a phenomenal movie. It is. It is. Um. Okay. Well, ladies, what is one takeaway that y'all have learned today about our history? and music it's old it's old and it's deep rooted and it influences like everything that currently exists we wouldn't have without jazz we wouldn't have without blues and scatting like those are things that have been part of our identity and part of our culture for so long and it's very much rooted into the music of this country like it's just it's it has so much longevity and it won't ever ever dissipate it won't ever go away i like that so not as a but I am taking away the fact that scatting came from somebody forgetting the words to a song. So now anytime I hear an artist scatting in the middle of songs and not saying the words, I will give them a little grace because they are truly actually doing how scatting was originated. So I won't be like, y'all suck because y'all got the lyrics. It's like, no, they're just scatting. It's perfectly fine. I like the y'all suck. No. <laughs> But yes, yes. And then my takeaway is, of course, we created this shit. So, you know, try, what is this saying? Like, you can imitate, but you can never be. I forgot. It's like a saying or something, right? Imitate, but not duplicate. Is that it? It's what the, kid, what the kids are saying nowadays. I girl, I don't know what the kids what are saying. What are the kids saying now? No, I'm saying that's what you sound like trying to um, say it. She's 76. We already said that. <laughs> Baby. Okay. So what I do love about all three with uh, our jazz, our blues, and our are scat singing is that they all have this huge beauty of how amazing they are, right? So understanding how uh, their self-worth, their self-love and their self-belief and creating this whole entire three different genres, right? And with that, we are going to have a word from our sponsors. 
Hey, beautifuls, this message is brought to you by The Grass is Greener on the Other Side, where we help women who have anger, sadness, and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace, and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. If you're interested in joining my new course, Rejection is Redirection, using your past as a reference, not a residence, you can email me at affairrecoverycoach at gmail.com or you can shoot me a DM at Brianna underscore Latrice. See you on the call. Okay, so now we are going to go into moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. A Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing the damn thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting Madison Callie. Now, to keep on with our beautiful African-American Music Appreciation Month, I wanted to shout out Madison Callie because for those of you that don't know, she is an incredible Black harpist. Okay, she's incredible. So you guys can find her um, at her website. It's madisoncallie.com. That's Callie with two L C A L L E Y, as well as that's just the same for her IG, Madison Callie. So she's a black harpist. She's featured all of her social media and other publications, including Forbes magazine, mind you. She's performed at the Grammys um, and is also a Carnegie Mellon alum. So she graduated from her. Her IG is filled with all kinds of performances and snippets of her playing the harp, but she's playing the songs that are like some of the most iconic music in black culture. Okay. And she's absolutely phenomenal. What I love about her and the way that she approaches her creativity is she kind of, she makes playing the harp her own. Traditionally, you'll see someone that's playing the harp and they're usually dressed in, you know, something that's conservative or something that's pretty modest. And she will absolutely be up there in a a dress with a split all the way up her thighs and a little crop top with her big, curly, beautiful fro and, you know, playing Tevin Campbell on the harp. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's so incredibly talented and the music sounds so beautiful. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to harp music. I don't know if it sounds boring to you guys. This is not boring music. Let me tell you she also has her um I don't know if it's an EP but she has an album that's streaming on her website right now called Eternal I think or Ethereal I think it's Ethereal um but no she's a beautiful artist and if you guys are into classical music black people playing classical instruments or non-traditional quote-unquote non-traditional instruments she's definitely someone that I would highly recommend that you check out and support because honestly it's one of the most creative things that I've seen in a really long time and I just I want nothing but absolute great things for her so what do you guys think of Miss Madison Callie she's a beast I didn't even know that the harp can make some of those notes because traditionally you hear all of the nice like sleepy time music <laughs> with the heart but she made it have a little bit of bass a little bit of thump a thump in it so kudos to her 
And she's gorgeous. I mean, absolutely. I was just about to say that. I was like, first and foremost, can we just give a hand clap to like how freaking gorgeous this woman is, right? But also I am in love, just like what you said, Sunny D, is that she's making it her own. So she's kind of making the harp something that's traditionally played by white people more sexy and more intimate and more Black. And I don't want to say like she's making... I mean, I'm agreeing with all of that. Yeah. But I love, love, love it because again, I like stuff like this because again, y'all call me 76. So this is right up my alley to be listening to this while I'm reading a book on a nice sunny day, drinking my tea. So why both of y'all do the exact same thing at the exact same time? But I love, love, love this. And the fact that she's learning or have learned how to play really like R&B songs on the harp isn't an easy thing at all. Like that's not easy, but she's able to do it so eloquently, so free and smooth. Kudos to you, baby girl. I hope you go far in life. I do too. It seems so effortless the way that she plays. And I wish I was that coordinated. I, me and string instruments is not really a thing, but props to her for sure. Props to her. And let's not forget that the harp isn't a little instrument. That thing is huge. So the fact that she is really just a rock in and in the zone with that says a lot for her core and her strength. <laughs> So thank you so much for that, girl. That was good. We are going to transition into our affirmation. And today's affirmation is... Today, I am aware of my desires and I intend to pursue them. I am co-creating my destiny with my inner wisdom and use my talents and skills to fulfill my purpose in life. Don't you love that? I love that. It's so simple. It's very intentional. It's very specific. Like, yeah, I hope y'all embody that in some way, shape or form. I like it. And listeners, we want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode where we educated you on where everything started. with us and we want to say follow us on all streaming uh platforms amazon music google podcast um of course you can always check out the latest episode on where's my blueprint uh, pod.com along with checking out our blog at where's my blueprint pod.com and so we want to say thank you leave leave us comments review interact with us on instagram and twitter and with that we want to say thank you we are over and out Bye. peace out